I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst show I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Ow! Uh, that, yeah, I, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down the spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over one decade And each week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week. We never miss a week. That's one of the the things you can count on on, uh, with this show is you're never going to miss a week. So that's funny because we missed last week, but... We did. Joey... We've gotten to the I point showed up. Where... I, wasn't, I, I did a show. You didn't release it? I did a whole... I thought you were there. I know. You, you pretty much just go through these episodes talking and not listening <laughs> anyway, so it's totally possible. But we've gotten to a point where we only talk when we're recording. Like, well, yeah, we because have... you never take my calls. That's not true. I feel I called you last week about something and you said, voicemail. Oh, you know what it was? Was, um... So I was out of town on Monday and Tuesday, and I came back Wednesday, and Wednesday I was doing dinner with Steve, mm-hmm. and you and I talked, and we, we didn't say we were going to record Wednesday, but if we were going to record, it would be Wednesday. Like, we wouldn't record on a Thursday and Friday. I think that's that's pretty much out of the question. We record early in the week and then put it out, right? Mm-hmm. So you called Wednesday, and we were in the middle of dinner at, like, a restaurant. So I'm like, oh, uh-huh. let's see. But you didn't even leave a voicemail. I know you're not going to listen. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing just fine. Doing just fine. Just living my life. So much has happened. In fact, uh, you know, Mike and I use this uh, service that no other podcast use. They should, actually. It's a good service called Trello. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've made a little list called Parking Lot of all the stories that I've collected that I'm going to do that week. That we could do a whole episode of just my stories that, I've, that I'm not putting into the show. You should record them into 12-minute stories and then submit them to this new podcast I heard about called 12-Minute Stories, available at 12minutestories.com. I just turned one in today. What are you talking about? That'll be – it'll probably be like Monday of next week. Oh, uh, fine. Joe Patan's episode. Who's ahead of me? Well, I think I'm going to do one of my own stories. What? Well, that – I don't like that. I'll tell you why. Why? It ruins my joke that I've been telling people. What's the joke? That you've managed to get other people to do your podcast for you. <laughs> That's basically true. I think I would like to one day, though, get to a point where I could – I get so many stories that, like, I can go through and pick, like, happy one and then a sad – like, have a lot to choose from. Because right now I'm basically publishing stories as they come in, you know? Mm-hmm. It would be cool to kind of have, like, a pool of them to choose from. My story keeps getting rejected every week. Yeah. You're like um Well that's already guy. happened. What? Yeah, on when you had what some would call lies, you asked me to do a story. Yeah, it was really awful, so I was like, no. Did we ever tell that story on the show <laughs> about when I faked my broken arm? And I don't think so. Yeah, that's a good story, guys. Maybe that'll be a future twelve minute story. <laughs> um yeah, so you have a bunch of stories. Yeah, what am I going first? I lost I lost my little notebook. You know, I am, you know what? I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to start a little notebook. Okay. And one of us will go first, right? We one of us usually does, yeah. Uh-huh. Today is uh, March 6th. Um, what is it sure. today? What, what is it today? Well, it doesn't matter. March it's 7th, the 7th. 3 7. And I'm going to go first. And I'm going to put Joe. Okay. So now I know that next week you go first. So what's your story? Like, I know you went to John Marti's house because I got all these random texts of like photos you took of yeah. his photographs on the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's so, that's a good, that's a great lead into this story because, um, so I go to, okay, this is not the story, but it's a very, it's an amazing transition. Okay. So 
John Marti, listener of the show. Friend of the uh, show. Friend of the show. Husband of, also friend of the show, Nico Martinez. Uh-huh. Uh, it was John Marti's 50th birthday. Okay. okay. He's very proud of this. I don't mind saying it on the air. 50th birthday. And he had a little open house. And uh, I went with friend of the show, Danny. Yeah. To, I saw uh, him in one of the photos on Facebook or something or Instagram or mm-hmm. somewhere. And uh, we were at John Marti's house. And John Marti showed us around, which, by the way, he was like, I could tell he was like super nervous about it. He was kind of like, should give me a tour of the house. I mean, you know, I've been to the house multiple times for different parties, but never went in because he's white. You know, white people never let people in their house. So, <laughs> Well, he would do like backyard parties and stuff. They have like a yeah. really nice back patio yeah. setup, right? Yeah. So this time I actually got to be in the house. And I go, oh, give me a tour of the house. And he was like, okay. Um, uh, now, uh, you could tell he was, you could tell this has been causing him anxiety. Uh-huh. He goes, um, Oh, I know you're going to make fun of me on the show about this, but I collect um, little toys, right? But, Mike, he the fact that he even thinks he's close to John, my friend, uh, in the, to- the, the toys. action figures? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he is not even, like, 5% of John. What kind he's of toys fi- are they? I guess Disney makes these little, like, oh, I don't know. They have names. Little, like, they're almost like little figurines that Disney makes. Okay. And also Pez dispensers. It was a lot of Pez dispensers. Okay. Yeah. But they're all neatly put in cases. And they and just like go- collections. It's not like he's yeah. bringing those to yes. the movies. Yes. And yes. Like- and you can sit down in the house. You yeah. know, there's plenty of – there's pl- you don't go up in the freezer and there's dolls in there. You right. know, it's like a normal house with – the collection set off in certain places. Yeah. Does that make sense? If you have to go to the bathroom, you don't have to wait till uh, She-Ra is done in the bathroom. <laughs> You're making a joke, but actually what they have is Aquaman. Is the, the million, like nothing but Aquaman all over the bathroom. Okay. So anyway, so whatever. So, so he shows me around. But one of the things, the one in his uh, dining room, he has, you know, photos of his, really nice photos of his uh, forefathers, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, great grandfathers, great 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 grandfathers, great you know grandfathers, and mothers too. I only care about men. And then there's this one picture, and I just thought it was you know he's a homosexual man. I just thought it was like standard issue hot guy, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, Nico says, you know who that's uh, that's John's grandfather. I'm like. Oh my god, John, this is awkward, but your grandfather is so fucking hot. Like, his grandfather was so hot, in- insanely hot, right? I would say, like, 8 out of 10. But did, you, did you get the corrected photo? Because when I took uh-huh. the photo, for some uh-huh. reason, his his head was gigantic. Yeah. Nico then took a corrected photo with incorrect proportion. I think 8 out of 10. Okay. I mean, good-looking guy, but yeah. I don't. I I wouldn't take pictures of it and send it to a distribution list. So that, <laughs> get this: the next day, I put it in that distribution list with me and other podcasters. Uh huh. Somebody points out he looks like Cameron, right? You think so? Well, so then I, I can actually show you. So then I was seeing Cameron in a couple hours when I said that, right? So I go, well, you know what? I'm gonna send. Um, I'll send you guys, I'll do a side-by-side, right? I'll take a picture of Cam, and I'll do a side-by-side. So I'm actually going to send it to you right now, Mike Lawson. I did a side-by-side. You give me your judgment. And while you do that, I want to remind everyone who may be new to our show, Cameron is Joe's boyfriend. Yes. Um, And maybe, you know, we can also put it up on the um, Facebook page. Facebook or something? Okay, Mm -hmm. so follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash CU podcast. Yeah. So Uh, I've I've sent it to you. Oh, well, then you also did like sepia tone to make it like, yeah. look the same. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm, it's exact, but I could see where someone says that. I Okay. I agree. I, I, like, uh, to me, it's just like you're saying all white people look alike. Is with, if Cameron's cute. He is cute. What are you talking about? I'd say, I think Cameron's cuter than John Marti. No offense to John Marti's grandpa, but. I feel like John Marti. I mean, Cameron's cuter. Isn't it funny? I think John Marti's grandfather is hotter. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, okay. So, but this the story that I'm going to tell is about Cameron. 
Oh, okay. good. So we're not even into a story yet. No, we're not even. <laughs> like, we're, we're nine minutes in. We're not even into a story yet. We're not even into a story yet. Perfect. So did you see in the news? I know there's big local news around here, but there's this um, guy. He it was a it was one of those car chases that happened every day in L.A. Okay, and but this one was a little different in that he had. Um, well, it turned out. I'm, I'm gonna tell you a little bit of the story here. He had some sort of domestic squabble with his girlfriend and his children. Well, not with the children; he had with the girlfriend. But the girlfriend was somehow he t- overtook the car and like kidnapped them. Okay. So he has his girlfriend in the car and his two kids in the car, right? Yeah. And the cops like somehow there's a distress call made, and the cops find him, and then they go in this high speed chase through Orange County. Okay. So I'm watching it. Uh, as it unfolds, and they go into Newport Beach. They literally drive oh, it into shit. Newport Beach, an area I know very, very well. Okay? Yeah. And uh, But then the helicopters have to pull away because it's super foggy that day, so they can't see anything. So once he goes to Newport Beach, the, I mean, the cops were still on him, and they were like, we'll have to keep you updated, but the TV helicopters couldn't see him anymore. Okay? Okay. So yeah. I didn't think anything of it. It was like in the evening. And as he usually does, Cameron called me after work. Cameron works at Newport Beach. In Newport Beach. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he was walking home because he lives really close to uh, his job. Which, by the way, this is why he's skinny. Because he walks home every day? He walks to and from work. And his house is on a hill, like at the top of a hill. And the work is at the bottom of a hill. Right? Yeah. That's the only I- reason he's skinny. Well, I would so drive that. I would so never walk that, you know? I wouldn't yeah. mind walking there, but the walk back, I'd be like, ugh. That's so L.A., though, to drive it. It's more San Francisco to walk it. Because one, if you do drive it, you're going to end up parking that same distance from your house. Cause yeah, no that's true, anywhere. actually, because, yeah, he can't park in the parking lot. There's no parking there. So he calls me on his way home, and we're just chit-chatting, and he goes, oh, my God, there are all these Cops right here on the intersection. But I have to be careful because I don't want to give away his street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He goes, mean, all these meanwhile, cops anyone could just Google this story. Well, yeah. Look, they're going to have to. Tr- <laughs> thank God he lives in a gated community. So Okay. But I, I can prevent it as much as possible. So he goes, oh, my God. Uh, there's all these cops. There. And I go, oh, my God, babe. I go, there was this thing today where and I told him the whole story that I just told you in the news. He goes, oh, really? And then the cop says, yeah, man, you can't you can't come up this way. I, I thought it was over. And no, Cam goes, oh, my God, the cops are there. Their guns. This is hours later. The guns are drawn on this truck oh, shit. on the street. I can see truck. it. Yeah. He goes, the cop's like, yeah, you got you to gotta go the long way around home, like which is a super long way. And so I was like, oh, well, well, more time for us to talk, you know, whatever. So we talked the entire way, right? Then he goes, I go, are you home yet? And he goes, uh, no, I'm, I'm, uh, we've been talking, but he goes, Joe, I can totally see the truck from this park. There are no cops here. I'm in this park above, above the, the truck. Okay. What? Yeah. And I'm like, dude. Seriously, Cameron, this, he's all, oh, my God, there are guns drunk. They, they have, all the cops are surrounding the truck. He goes, I'm so close. I know. He goes, I'm so close. And their guns are on the truck. And there's lights on there. And there's no cops here. What's going on? Why are there no cops here? I go, Cameron. Wait, what do you mean? There's guns drawn, but there's no cops? Yeah, okay. So, like. <clears throat> no cops in the park? Yeah. Which, it, 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 it is insane. It's like. As if, uh, imagine your street, if all the cops were, if there was a truck parked right in front of you, mm-hmm. and all the cops were on it, but then behind the guy, there were no cops. Oh, okay. So Cameron's like, there's no cops here. He's like, I'm at the I'm all, dude, seriously, you need to go home. Don't hang yeah. out. He's all like, of course, he just ignores me. He's like, oh my God, look. Oh my God. He could get caught in crossfire or something. He, yeah. Anything can happen, right? So yeah. then- so then he goes, and I go, you know what? Let me go on the local news. I can see, then I can see it live. They have a live feed from a camera mm. on the street. Can you right? see like him crawling in the bushes in the park? <laughs> no, I can just see that they didn't have it set on the truck. So now I'm watching it. Cameras watch. Cameras watching it live. I'm watching it, and then all of a sudden you hear this dude go like, "Oh, are you here for this this truck thing?" And Cameron's like, "Oh yeah, bro, we're here. and then they're just talking, you know." And I'm like, "Dude, what what's going on?" Then all of a sudden, 
Cameron goes, oh, there's something going on. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then you hear an, uh, an older man go, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Get the fuck out of here. And Cameron goes, um, we got, I got to go. Hangs up. Uh-huh. So now I'm watching it, and then I hear like on the on the on the feed it goes pow 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 pow, and oh, I'm all like, shit. okay, my boyfriend's dead. My boyfriend is dead, right? Holy shit, yeah. So then I'm like, he's dead. Well, then Cameron calls me. He goes, I'm home. I go, what happened? He goes, um, oh, that was a cop, and he was like, you guys can't be here because what happened was the guy in the truck. He was using the kids as human shields and the girlfriend, and right. then he let them go. And when he let them go, he using them as cover, he ran into, like, the bushes <gasps> and, and towards the park. Oh, shit. Right? And so that's why Cameron was like, okay, postscript, as I find out, is Cameron later talked to somebody. He got he did get like kind of like shot or something like that. He runs through the park and tells somebody, like, I've been hit. Help me. And the guy just kind of ignored him. The, the man, friend. not Cameron. That's how not Cameron. The other guy that was with him, oh. right? And and so Cameron just went home, but Cameron didn't see him. And then so on Sunday, Cameron took me to like to show me the park. I'd never been to this park. Mike Lawson, this park was so close to the action. He showed me where he was. That's he bad so- police work. Yeah. Oh no, Mike. It was super bad police work. Like when you see it, you're like, why were there no cops here? Like yeah. Cameron just walked on the. Cameron could have walked onto the scene. From yeah. where he was. So that was really, really bad police work. But yeah, so the p- story here is I thought my boyfriend was dead for about five minutes. But no, he was just uh, – but this is the problem of dating someone so young. Like you're in your 30s. You're like, go home. I'm like, yeah. what? I'm home. I'm not, what, what am I doing, right? He's like, let me get closer yeah. to my park. <laughs> right. So uh, that's my story. Uh, but he's fine. Everything's fine. And uh, there's an update to this story, but I will tell you – it might, it might. You have a choice. It might be one of the. New, it might, I'm not saying it is. Oh, new, but, in a news story. Yeah, because it's, it's news. It might be one of the news stories that you choose. Okay. Well, Joey, I have a story. I went to L.A. on um, the for a couple days last oh, week. Oh, I know. We had so much fun, didn't we? No. So it was so weird though because we had planned a big kind of uh, two day meeting. Um. I don't want to get too boring, but we rented space out at the Asian American Museum in Japantown mm-hmm. in downtown mm-hmm. LA. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been? I know exactly where it is in, in Little Tokyo. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, and I know the I know the museum. I know exactly where it is. Uh, yeah, but but the, was, you know what? I, if I, can I let me see if I can tip the lead. Uh, I mean, um, I don't know what to say, right? But. I know there's major drama right now for the next couple of months with the, the, the subway and the traffic around there. Oh, uh, well, that that's not in my story at all. Oh, okay. But there, there was a lot of construction. It wasn't that bad, though, because a large number of us, all of the people from Northern California were in – we rented one van. Mm-hmm. And we were 60% of the meeting attendees. So, like, oh, okay. if we, we were all late. Then we were all late. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. it was hard to get there on time, whatever. Um, so th- we had this meeting space rented. We had like lunches catered, everything all ready to go. And then there was this big kind of dramatic thing that happened internally at work. Um, and I, again, I don't want to get too boring, but I also don't want to like start telling all my work business. But we had this big thing. So our meeting got canceled because we well, there, all – Now, I did see in the news that somebody that, from the organization you worked for got – nominated for something or left to go do something or is that what it was about no um no be what i'm talking about though i think you're really mistaken if we're thinking of the same thing okay um the president of our you're gonna have to edit this out though okay should i say it or should i just not say it uh don't say it because i don't know how much i I, i'm gonna edit the show a little bit but i don't don't okay remind me later yeah um but something big happened and we all had to start working on this thing and um so my boss emailed and he was like hey we're not going to do our two-day meeting like we planned because we all have to work on this event but we already have plane tickets we already have car rental hotel we rented the space at the museum we have lunches coming and too much of it was not able to be refunded if we just canceled and worked from our 
uh, home office in Oakland here. Mm-hmm. So he's like, why don't you guys come to L.A. anyway? We'll all work out of this beautiful building in um, at the Japanese – uh, Heritage Museum, yeah, which is yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. We had access to, like, we all went out to dinner after, you know what I mean? Like, it was a nice little work thing, mm-hmm. um, but we were just sitting in this big conference room working instead of our normal desks. Mm-hmm. So that happened. Um, but then, Joey, my, um, for, because of this whole big dramatic thing, I almost, uh, we rented a room at the Ritz Carlton in Laguna new laguna niguel because we needed to get video footage for a piece that we were making mm-hmm. and one of my coworkers knew about it so mm-hmm. she came prepared to do it but they were like you know what we really think we want a second person who from oakland wants to stay and it was between me and one other guy mm-hmm. um because we both have the same amount of like video experience and could do it mm-hmm. and so i'm like well you know, we were going back and forth why he should stay and why I should stay. And we were only there overnight. So it was there Monday and Tuesday. So basically, I brought a backpack with my computer. I brought a change of shirt and underwear. And that's it. Because mm-hmm. I was going to wear the same pants. Oh, and socks. I was going to wear the same pants, you know. So they wanted me to stay two extra days and I had no extra clothes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to do it. I really didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I also am just really weird about my routine, but it was yeah. so it was so confusing with my head though because two days at this really nice resort in South Orange County, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that would have been kind of cool too. Yeah, I could have come to visit you, hang out at this nice place instead of going to like a shitty Ontario Ramada Inn yeah. or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, Mike Lawson was like, I wonder why Joe didn't want to come up to my room at the Ramada Inn by the Ontario airport. I was in the presidential suite, though. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> my bathtub had uh, jacuzzi jets in it, if you fill it up all the way. Did you really? Did you do yeah. it? No, gross. I, there, I very, very rarely feel comfortable standing in a shower at the hotels that I stay at lately. Like, let alone lying down in one. Yeah, good point. Uh, but I was so conflicted. And at one point in my head, I even was thinking, like, I could tell them that I didn't bring enough insulin to stay two extra, like, double the amount of time. Mm-hmm. That would have been a good reason to go home. Yeah. The other guy would have had to stay. But he had a good one, too. He had a cat, and or he has a cat, and his partner is out of town. So they like the cat could be cool for a day, but three yeah. days, that's kind of fucked. Yeah. But luckily, uh, we worked it out, and neither of us ended up staying. So it all oh. worked out in the end. But it was just such a mind fuck because I was like, I really want to go back to my apartment, or but I also really want to stay in the Ritz Carlton at yeah. Lug- in Laguna Niguel for two days. So yeah. uh, that was it. Why, Basically, you you could have like done laundry here, you know, you, like yeah. I mean, really, if I needed, to, I could have also the hotel I stayed at while I was there was the same stupid one we stay at next to the Citadel Outlet Malls. Ugh, I know. So I could have st- picked because we have like a really good corporate rate. So I uh, could have picked something up at like Old Navy or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That that would have been fine. Yeah. Um I just needed to fit in at the Ritz Carlton, but I feel like to fit in there all you need is like khaki shorts and boat shoes. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think you'll be fine. You would be you would have been fine. But you're white. Whatever. I'm exactly. That's exactly <laughs> the truth. The person that ended up staying, she is Asian and mm-hmm. we were joking teasing her how all we needed to do was buy her like a Mickey Mouse shirt or something. Yeah, so she would fit in there. But. That's so funny. What's up with you? Any other good stories? So, uh, you know, I used to write for the school newspaper in Colegio. Yeah, college. It's college in Spanish. Cup and of Joe. Cup of Joe. I had a column, a humor column called Cup of Joe. And uh, so, uh, the former, I actually lit. I so people never believe because whenever I talk about my. Sophomore or junior year, one of my years in college, roommates, um, was a Vietnamese guy and his girlfriend, but their names were Fat and Daisy. So I would be like, Fat, he's a P-H-A-T, 
and Daisy, a white girl. Okay. To be like, oh, who do you live with? I'm fat and Daisy. And it just sounded like some, they, they never thought I was saying any people, right? Yeah. And, uh, but Fat, who uh, <laughs> now works in journalism, posted a photo. He goes, oh, I was going through my some old files and I found this. And it's the phone list from when we all worked at the college uh, newspaper. And it had all our phone numbers. It had my pager number on there, right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and a pager number, phone number, a whole phone list, you know? And I was like, oh, and everyone who had worked there, we were all on Facebook. There's like a Facebook page for the college newspaper. And they were all like, oh, look at that. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yada, 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 right? Yeah. Then um, there was a guy who used to work at this. I knew him very well. I saw him every day, you know, because at the school newspaper, you work every day there. And his name was Frank. Hold on. Let me see what fake name I wrote. <laughs> well, <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> his name was Frank. His name was Frank. Oh, okay. His name was Frank Vanderhoven. Okay. okay. And uh, I was like, oh, look at that. Frank Vanderhoven. And I was looking at all the names, right? And someone mentioned him. Like, oh, Frank, good old Frank Vanderhoven, you know? Like, tagged him, mentioned him? Or I don't just know. Said, said the name. I think, that, I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know how this came up. I have to go look at Facebook. But Fat writes. Hey, listen, I don't know how many of you know this, but uh, Frank died last year. Oh, no. And I write, what? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh, my God, exclamation point. That's horrible, exclamation point. And then, you know, Fat tells us, you know, that Frank um, had, you know, taken his own life. Oh, which no. Which is really, it's really sad. And I knew Frank. I knew him very well. Like I said, I saw him every day. Yeah. Um, do any of your stories this week have like people just doing nice fun things? No, or do they all have like no. suicide or death. Suicide or death. Okay. So then uh, I was like, oh, that's so sad. And then I went about my business for the day, you know, kind of sad that Frank had passed away and in such a tragic way. Yeah. And I come back and it's weird I- how sometimes like stories like that, like you probably hadn't even thought about Frank in years. No. Nope, Mike Lawson. No, I hadn't. Sometimes that can like hurt a little bit more than like, I don't know, somebody yeah. you know that was sick for a while and like. Like, had through- you been there? Like, you know, everyone need- everyone needs a good Joe Batanz in their lives to like wake them up and yeah. realize they have a reason to live. Not because I'm so cheerful. They go like, oh, at least I'm not this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Schadenfreude or whatever, yeah. right? Schadenfreude. So I get home and there's a Facebook message from, uh, I won't name him, but another guy that I used to work with at the school newspaper. And there's no there's no text in the message. It's just a photo, a screenshot of a year ago where it's, it's him to me and it says, hey, uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings, but Frank Vanderhoven died. And I write, what? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh, my God. That's horrible. What happened? And he goes, he committed suicide. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Joe. (laughs) I'm not even a little bit surprised, though, because I can't tell you how many times you're like, who's this crazy person typing on the Pride 48 Facebook page? And I'll be like, oh, it's that person you've met and had dinner with. And you're like, oh, yeah. And then like six months later, you're like, who's this crazy person? <laughs> and I have to tell you the story all over again. <laughs> I know. That's why anyone, if it didn't happen, please don't take it personally. That like, A year from now, I'm probably going to tell the same story about Frank Vanderhoven. You might have like gray matter on your brain. What if you're like getting close to alzheimer's or something. I know. How did I how did I forget that somebody that I saw every day committed suicide that someone told me a year ago? But what's weird is like did it you said like it kind of like touched you this time. Did do you remember now being told about it before? No. No, I have no memory. Oh god, you're old. But th- I saw the screenshot. I know it happened. <laughs> And the same reaction, the what, question mark, question mark, question mark, oh my god, exclamation point. <laughs> like, so so awful. What else is going on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? Well, Joey, I went on a date with Steve this past weekend. Who's Steve? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. 
Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we went and saw, if you're a new listener, Steve is, uh, my boyfriend. So we went to see a play. Uh, it's at this small, like, independent theater that had, mm-hmm. like, 45, 50 seats in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the play was called Tinderella. Sure. Like Cinderella, but they met on Tinder. Get it? Mm-hmm. And there were a few, like, kind of cute things, like, she had, like, shoes, <laughs> but yeah. they... The midnight thing was like because the BART train under the bay stops running at like twelve thirty, mm-hmm. so she had to get on the last BART. Get it? You know mm-hmm. how they you can see how that kind of works with the yeah. Cinderella story. It was and it was a musical, and okay. it was a cast. It was a tiny theater. It was a cast of like five or six, and only one of them could actually sing. <laughs> so, That's a good sign. And with a theater that small, Joe, like, I feel like in a big theater, if, like, somebody misses a note or something, you know, mm-hmm. you could kind of cringe and be okay. But they could see, like, our facial expressions and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been in this so, play before. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It was so uncomfortable. Um, but there was also just, like, a, it was just some confusion because with a cast that small, everybody plays ten roles, right? So... But they didn't do a really great job of, like, changing stuff to, for us to, like to, – they didn't do a good job of signaling that, that – It was a her, different character. Yeah. So she has, like, a fat, homosexual Mexican friend and <laughs> – Oh, I really relate to that woman. Um, he – the homosexual guy is, like, there and he's, like, her sassy gay best friend, right? Uh-huh. And then later on, they're trying to show – um, different people she's encountering on Tinder, but like everyone in the cast has to do it because it's a small cast. Mm-hmm. So he's there, but it's confusing because you're like, wait, he's gay. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, oh, wait, it's just a, he's playing different people. It was really yeah. bu- just bizarre. Which is really hard because is, is he like actually flamboyantly homosexual? So then like he's still like, I'm the soccer coach. And you're like, wait, no, queen, <laughs> put on a different voice, please. No, you know what? He did, um, he he wasn't like flamboyantly gay. He just was kind of like sassy gay. If that make if you can see a distinction there. So then when he played straight, he kind of played like nerdy, insecure straight, and he played it oh, fine. Okay. He did it okay. fine. Um, but I thought he was really funny. Steve thought the whole thing was pretty awful. Steve doesn't um, like musicals, though, right? Yeah, he picked this one though to see. So. Oh wait, Steve's picking musicals. Well, then, no, no, hold on for a second. But that's like, that's like picking letting a, a skinny person pick a restaurant. You know, like, well, why would you let eat. someone who doesn't like musicals pick the musical? Skinny people eat. I mean, mm. I'm, I was happy seeing it. I think I enjoyed it more than him. But, okay, Joe, so you can you already know that I'm weird in a theater, but 45, Ugh. 50 seats, right? Oh, we my get God. There, we get there pretty early. And we sat in the very back row, which Steve, when we got there, he's like, you want to sit way in the back? And I'm like, we're not in the back. We're in the fifth row. Like, that's a pretty good seat in a big theater. Yeah, the fifth true. row, Right? So we sat in the fifth row center, and this guy shows up, and he saves all the seats to, like, the left. So Steve, we're sitting in the center. He saves all the seats next to Steve. And then people start showing up and filling the seats, his friends. And then he turns to us and he's like, oh, you know what? Would you guys mind moving over? Oh, no. Fuck that, right? No, no. He, ugh. So ugh, Steve no. and I kind of look at each other and like, it was no. really hard to say no. No, like, it isn't. No, you go like, you put your mouth together and you go, no. <laughs> so I would have been like. This is, I know it's weird. I'm super passive in some things, but yeah. like things like that, as we saw with the puppet, puppet theater, show, yeah. Was, yeah, I'm like, listen, cunt, no, <laughs> come on, bitch, no. We got here happening. early so we could sit right yeah. here. So mm-mm. yeah, no, 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 no. Who was this guy? Was he hot? I don't. They were very broy, very white. Oh, San Francisco. Yeah, bro. no, 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 um, no. We ended up moving over. Oh, of course you did. And. They the theater filled in, and Joe. Every seat is full in this theater, so mm-hmm. start the show. It's 
seven show starts right now. Every seat is full. Yeah, so we're not waiting anyone. Mm-hmm. We're all here. Um, and then all of a sudden, four people walk in, and the lady uh, who's working the front door, she's like, um, she walks in carrying a chair, and she's like, "Excuse me," and she puts a chair down the cent in the center aisle, and we're in the back row. So basically, we're in a fire trap. So yeah. I was uncomfortable already because we're in the back row. Trap had to move over, and then she puts chair there. Then mm-hmm. more people come in and sit in the aisle. Mm-hmm. There, if there was a fire, there was no way we were getting out of there. But then she brought kindling in, and she just put it like in the bottom of the stage. <laughs> then she and wheeled then- in four people in wheelchairs and put them right in the doorway. Yeah, and then she handed someone one of those little like sticks that you just click them together and make sparks. And she can you she, can you just do this the whole show, but make sure you don't do it don't do it next to that dry hay that I just put down there. Just uh just but just keep doing that the whole show. It's really important. It also made me nervous because there was smoke in the show, which mm-hmm. made no sense because there was no dr- like the smoke had no purpose. It just randomly would start smoking, mm-hmm. and she warned us ahead of time, but. That made me nervous because I felt like that contraption maybe would have electrical parts in it that might cause something to mm-hmm. go up in flames. Yeah. But luckily, we didn't die. The show was okay. The main character was really good. She was like the the only one who could actually sing, and she could act too. Everyone else was pretty lousy. But uh, So that was Tinderella. If you're in San Francisco, I think it's sold out for the rest of the run. Which oh, isn't people, that Im- people like it? It's not that Joe. It's fifty seats. It's not that impressive. Look, you know, we we know somebody who does this horrible bingo show in Buffalo, right? You know, I'm has, sure there's more than fifty seats in that theater. He has to give away hams and all this. Sh- he, has to get, he has to promise people bingo so they come see his dumb show. You know. Um, should we move on to news stories? What do you got? What a, what um, news is happening in LA? Anything? Oh, uh, you want me to do? Can you, uh, so. Uh, I'm going to give you two news stories, okay? And I already tipped my hand with one of them, oh, yeah. right? So, uh, do you, you want to select them right now? Yeah. Okay. Mike Lawson, Thomas Ueno captured in Cerritos after eluding officers in Newport Beach standoff. Story okay. number one. And story number two, clown charged with sexually assaulting two Young girls. Let me run it by you again. Uh, Thomas Ueno, that's the name of the guy that was from before, captured in Cerritos after eluding officers in Newport Beach standoff. So this is an update from that previous story. Okay. Or clown charged with sexually assaulting two young girls. Let's go with the clown sexually assaulting the girls. What? The clown. Mike, the other one is an update. From the story. I picked the clown. Okay. Mike Lawson, a clown, has been charged with sexually assaulting two young girls. Prior to his arrest, Gualberto Torres Vargas, 37, of Huntington Beach, worked as a children's clown on the weekends. He's been charged with multiple felony counts of lewd acts with a minor. If convicted as charged, Torres Vargas faces 175 years in prison. Authorities say that Torres Vargas interacted with children through his work as a clown. That is not how he met the two girls he is accused of assaulting. Mike Lawson, my question to you. They kind of like make you think that this clown was diddling girls while he was a clown. I know. What a bogus story. Yeah. But let me ask you this question. Do you have a fear of clowns? No. I mean, I don't like them a lot, but I'm not one of those person that one of those people that are like, oh, I can't even look at them or whatever. Yeah, I've, here's the thing with clowns. I've never thought they were funny. Have you ever laughed at anything a clown did? Well, maybe like a Cirque du Soleil clown. You know I've never been to a Cirque du Soleil show. Oh, really? There's usually always a clown in the beginning and that does the intermission type stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I would say, well, maybe that's more of a mime. I feel like there's been times like in um, pre-show entertainment at like theme parks. Like, those kind of characters are kind of funny to me. But you're also, like, just ready to, like, be entertained, so you're sitting there just waiting for it. So I feel like anything would entertain. I've never, I don't, but you know what? I can't even think of the last time I went to a circus. Well, I don't, I can't either, actually, but 
What's funny, well, I remember, Cirque de Soleil, aside from Cirque de Soleil, I think it was friend of the show Beth who like won tickets to a circus on a radio show or something. Uh-huh. And so we went to a circus, but not a real circus, the ones where they put in like the, you know, the Anaheim Convention Center or something like that. It's not a big top. I couldn't tell you what happened in that show. Yeah. I can't tell you what a single thing that happened in that circus. Um, yeah. So anyway. I, um, so this guy sexually assaulted children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't dressed as a clown. What a, I mean, fuck, Joe. You've been teasing this story for six months and that's it. You noticed? You knew that? <laughs> you knew. I yeah. was. I thought you didn't know the whole time. I was reading it every week. <laughs> um, I knew. But wait. Um... That's really that's the whole story. Do you have any opinions or questions? Well, here, well, here's the deal. There's more to the story. But when I was pre- prepping the story, all I I just liked the headline. Mm-hmm. The story is actually like, really sad, <laughs> and I, I'm not going to bring the show down with this like super sad story. Oh yeah, you know. So I made it as not sad as possible. That's the that's the not sad version. Mm. Well, I have two news stories for you to pick from. You ready? Okay, sure. Number one. San Francisco Library has a drag queen story time, or sure. Fuller House debuts on Netflix. Okay, well, let me ask you, can I ask a, a question? I don't know answers, really. It's been so long since I've read these, but sure, yes. And, Is yes. there more to the story than the, just the fact that it's just a premiere like, on, on Netflix? No, I just, we could talk about the San Francisco-ness of it. Oh, I see. Uh, I'm going to go with the drag queens in the library. Okay. I never watched Full House. Uh, but you know, you have a lot of opinions on drag queens. Sure do. Uh, in fact, do you, you can catch our my podcast is coming back, RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show, uh, starting tomorrow, which is today's Monday. But by the time you get this tonight or whenever, download on iTunes. If you watch this RuPaul's Drag Race, are you going to watch this RuPaul's Drag Race, Mike? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, then you can listen. It's it's me and yeah. Taylor the Latte Boy. Your favorite people are on this new podcast. Well, not you. We did it last year. RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Donna Sugars. You like Donna Sugars? Yeah. We're all on this podcast together. Cool. Um, so San Francisco Public Library hosts Drag Queen Story Hour for Children. What do drag queens and children have in common? They both oh, let me find- guess this. Oh. Go, Go for ahead. it. They both find joy in wrapping themselves in feather boas and all things shiny and glittery. (laughs) A San Francisco nonprofit recognizes this shared interest in dressing up and is joining forces with the San Francisco Public Library to bring drag queens and children together. Radar Productions, a group of voice-to-queer writers and artists, will be hosting Honey Mahogany at the Eureka Valley Harvey Milk Memorial Library March 12th, Mm -hmm. noon to 2 in the heart of the Castro District. Dressed in fabulous drag queen garb and full makeup, Honey will be reading stories, painting children's faces, and passing out cookies. Do you think painting faces means she'll be, like, beating them? Like, she'll yeah, be putting them drag, in drag makeup? They all <laughs> yeah. look like Trixie Mattel. So, uh, <laughs> oh God, so Honey Mahogany so. was a drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race. San Francisco drag queen. I think one of the yeah. only ones. Yeah. There, there hasn't been a lot of San Francisco drag queens on the show. Super famous. Uh, when I went to the RuPaul's Drag Race recap, I mean, to the finale last year, remember I went and got to an Argentine bar and got drunk? Oh, yeah, yeah. By myself. And uh, she was one of the people I hung out with when I was at this bar. And uh, she was, no, 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 not Honey Mahogany, her friend. She drove down with a friend while Honey Mahogany was getting ready. The friend came to the bar and I hung out with the friend. So that's my story. I hung out with Honey Mahogany's friend. Uh, anyway. The, sto- the story goes on and quotes um, some guy who works for the library. I think generally he says queers are not mixed with kids, especially drag queens. It's really beautiful to have drag queens with painting children's faces and telling stories. It's dis- it's disrupting that idea that queers can't mix with kids. And I think that's an interesting point because like, for some- like homosexuality too often is like – sex related so that's why it's not yes. right to say like so, this person who has something sexual about them is going to do something with kids but like 
I, I think that this is, nice pro- this is a nice story of progress where, like, you can be a homosexual and people aren't automatically thinking, like, oh, he does butt sex. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. That's actually – remember when we went to go see that um, Rufus Wainwright show? That was one of the reasons I liked yeah. it was uh, he was doing his tribute to Judy Garland. Which he's and- going to redo. Oh, he is? Yeah. Was oh, no. The- could- when? It was in the New York Times this week. I think he oh. might only be doing Carnegie Hall, though. Oh, because Cam really wants to see it. Fuck. Mm. Hmm. Um, you know what? Maybe that might be a good New York trip. <laughs> Spending all this money. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you know the tickets aren't going to be cheap. Right. Um. But you're right. When we went to see it, it was – we were surrounded by homosexuals, but there wasn't anything like gay pride, naked men on – yeah, they wasn't even like holding like a giant penis balloon or something like that. It was just like we're all here watching a show, right? Okay. Um, what I was going to tell you is, do you, has anybody made any of the libraries open kind of jokes yet? Oh, that's such a good joke. I didn't think about that. Hmm. Um. Hold on. Now I'm writing down a note to look up into Rufus Wainwright tickets. Yeah. I'm thinking he has to do L.A. again, don't you think? At least L.A. Maybe he won't do London. I don't know. Oh, please do LA again. Um, it's it's this story's interesting though, because of course there's like people in the comments saying stupid things about like, at what age should I let my son shave his like legs or whatever? Oh, you know it's what eleven. Saying? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next question. I can answer all these questions. <laughs> Um, I could also see this story finding its way into a Fox News or a Sean Hannity or a Rush Limbaugh show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this just being like a look at these gay men and their agenda. I don't know. But. I don't know if this is Sean Hannity or Bill. Re- I'm going to say Fox and Friends. Yeah, I I can't handle it. But um, so that's all. I think this is actually a good news story. I think it's it was- nice that these. Oh, 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 oh. the actual story itself is positive. They meant like, yeah. I did a good job picking this story. Oh, <laughs> like people, um, like it's just a normal dude in a dress reading stories to yeah. kids. And the kids will freaking love this, mm-hmm. right? They really I think, will. But I, I think this is like probably a really great place to roll it out because there's a good chance that the kids that are going to this already have – well, first of all, they might have two fathers of their own, and one of them might get dressed up in um, women's clothing from time to time on, you know, weekends or let something. Me, let me tell you this: kids are so flexible and so understanding. It's so weird because uh, last week I went to Disneyland with um, boyfriend of mine. I almost said boyfriend of the show. One of the boyfriends of the show, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to Disneyland, and my brother was there with his family, and Cam wanted to meet my brother and the kids. So, um, when we were talking to my brother and, and his wife and my nieces, another one of my brother's friends also happened to be at Disneyland and strolled up, right? This yeah. woman and her husband and her kids. So, my brother's going around introducing everybody. He says, this is my brother, Joe. And then he says, this is uh, my brother's boyfriend, Cameron, right? Yeah. Which, so cute. Cameron was like, so giddy that he called me, he called, that my brother called Cameron his my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. My nieces were sitting there eating their stupid overpriced chicken nuggets. They right. don't even look. When my brother says that they're not like, what? What? They're just like eating their dumb chicken nuggets and they're like so oblivious. Right. Don't even care that he said this. They don't care. Well, because 30 minutes earlier they saw like blue roses and someone's like, wait, there's blue roses and the kids, they see They were watching that- The Glass Menagerie? Well, no, I'm just saying there's things all around a kid that they've never seen before. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. this is the first time they've seen something new, you know, or the first time they've seen this new thing. But mm-hmm. 30 minutes earlier, they saw 10 other new things. Yeah. They, so. Yeah, they were. They so did not give a shit. Mm-hmm. So. Good. Yeah, no, this is, a, this is a great thing. I like hearing this story. It's a good story. The library is open. <laughs> well, speaking of drag queens, what do you got going on next week? Next week, Mike Lawson. Um, oh, well, as I announced earlier, I'm resuming my podcast, the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show. We're going to start reviewing Season 8 right, right off the bat. I already bought it on iTunes because I need to 
get the audio off it and stuff like that. So uh, I have RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. You can download on iTunes. Also, my friend Chadwick is having a party on Saturday. I don't think I'm going to go because I have a very busy day. The next day, Cameron on Sunday, Cameron and I are going bird watching, weather permitting. And then we're going to a competition where a bunch of chefs are going to compete about how who cooks pork the best. Oh. Um, and so we're going all inclusive. All drinks are included. All food is included. It's in Los Angeles. And we are going to that. Is it called Cochon? It is called Cochon 555. Cochon. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, next week, Joey, not that you asked, but, uh, I have, um, not much going on. I think Sunday, I'd like, to, I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but there's a Thai temple here that every Sunday they serve food and there's something really shady about it. Like they're not allowed to touch your money. So you end up having to go, you go buy tokens and then you exchange money, you ch- exchange tokens for the food. Mm-hmm. I think there's something legally like they they don't they're not set up to be a restaurant, and I think that's why they only do like one day a week too. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're gonna go do Thai Temple. It's delicious Thai food. A bunch of oh, vegetarian so it's really good. stuff. Yeah, it's really good. It's always super busy, um, and it's every Sunday. Steve and I have gone a few times, but I think we're gonna go again this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then um, I've got this really good uh, twelve minute story to edit from you. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be doing that. Well, I don't know how good it is. Yeah. Well, don't. What do you got going on next week, Mike Lawson? That's it. I just. I told know. You. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that in if I ask, and then you're gonna think a dick after I <laughs> after I say that, and you're gonna be like, <laughs> "That's too much editing. You won't do it." <laughs> I know. I don't have time. To, I don't have time to do that much editing this week. All right. Well, it was nice. But you know what, you. though, you know, before you say that, catching up, we didn't we didn't edit it the show nice. last week at all. Yeah. Right, and you could totally tell. I mean, I could tell. Really? You know? Well, yeah, because there was a lot of like, <sighs> really, <laughs> which I usually edit all those out. What were you gonna say? You were gonna say something? It was nice catching up with you, Joe. Go to hell, Mike. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, yeah, I mean... Um... Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.